Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another episode of uh, How to Become a Digital Nomad and Learning uh, a New uh, Digital Nomad Skills. Uh, today, we have with us a special guest, Brittany, who is a yoga online uh, instructor. And I met her here on the island, and I spoke with her a couple of days ago, and we decided uh, to ask her to join us on the podcast, and she uh, very kindly agreed to do so. So, hi, Brittany, how are you? And uh, welcome to the show, and thank you very much for taking the time to, to join us and to help us out. Hi, everyone. Uh, thanks so much for having me. I'm doing well. Uh, just recovering from my vacation on the island. So funny, like our life here really just feels like a bit of a paradise all the time. Uh, but I'm really happy to be here and happy to share some helpful tips with you guys. I think it's really important for everyone to understand that these opportunities are not just by luck, but they're available for everybody. So, okay. so yeah. Brittany, t- tell us tell us a little bit about you. Who are you? What do you do? What's uh, What made you come? What made you who you are, basically? Yeah. What are the steps mm-hmm. that led you to here? I've always loved to travel. And uh, I spent most of my life in the States and traveled around domestically a lot. And then I hit a point, I think, when the pandemic started where I was like, okay, wait, like not everything needs to be in this container of just the States domestically. And I packed my bags, put everything into storage, sold my car, liquidated my debt and went to Tulum, Mexico. Nice. Yeah, I just graduated my teacher training in Hawaii and decided that Tulum was the most open place at the time because nobody tells the cartel what to do. (laughs) So I went to Mexico and it was, you know, I thought going to Tulum, it's going to be this paradise and it's amazing. It was full of challenges and setbacks and I learned a lot of lessons. But then I realized once I conquered and overcame all of these things, I could travel even further. And it just came to me like intuitively in a meditation that Bali was the next stop. And I was going to do anything it took to get here because it felt like such a strong calling. Uh, So started going through the visa process and surprisingly, it was a very easeful process. And getting here wasn't as difficult as you would think and just having the the Balinese be so helpful with everything. Um, I came and did my teacher training again. Yoga is really a gateway for me to my highest self and my highest timeline. And so I, I really felt after doing my training, I thought I wanted to do it just for me, but realized that I'm a really good teacher and wanted to guide other people into this place of peace that I found in, in the islands and just within the practice. So I'm here now uh, almost a year later with no intentions of going back towards that side of the world for a while in teaching yoga. And I, I really came without a plan and just a lot of trust and surrender. And it's been beautiful, very heartfelt decisions. Not always so logical, but makes sense in the end, really. And what what were you doing before, before you go into that? What was your job beforehand? Oh, wow. Um, I've had so many different ones. I don't think I've ever had like a solid career path or job. Uh, right before I came to the islands, I was working in an alternative medicine center, okay. um, academy, academy and infusion therapy center, actually um, helping people with PTSD and depression. Nice. And yeah, working in medicine in the States 
alternative medicine specifically. And and what what made you make the move of uh, of getting out? What's uh, I mean, it, I'm sure it was like a little bit of a of a hard decision. Like it took some time, it took some courage, it took some some will. Uh, what 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 made you flip? I'm spent. I don't know. I, when I get this urge or this calling, I know myself well enough to trust it. And so it wasn't a hard decision for me. I went to Tulum once for New Year's and then I came back and it was all the motivation that I needed, seeing how free people were and how there was different ways to live. And I don't know, things like travel have never, it's never been something that scared me much. Mm. I think you're so supported and you meet so many people that are actually on this path when you go to places that you see a lot of expats or digital nomads and there's so much help available. So I mm. guess the biggest challenge for me was receiving help versus like actually going and moving was letting people guide me through that process more. And was it difficult to find a job as a digital nomad? I mean, you, you just took the, 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 made the yoga training course, right? And that was, uh, you did that in Tulum. And then did you work straight away afterwards? Did you manage to earn some money afterwards or no? I did it in Hawaii and then went to Tulum. And I think the, the challenge around that is just figuring out different currencies and the laws within each country to work as an expat. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of people do the digital way, like working online for the, their home country in different countries, which is not the route that I went. I went teaching in person in Mexico because there wasn't any laws against doing that. And ended up actually going down this path of reading tarot for a re uh, resort in Mexico as well. So I was doing tarot readings and yoga. I started just picking up freelance things here and there. Yeah. And I will say that there is challenges that lie within coming from places like the States and making the same currency that you're used to. But usually in the places that you're at, it's equivalent to what it costs to live. Mm. So that's, that's a little bit of a... Um, a path that you have to navigate, I think, if you're doing something in person. But for me, it was really just a matter of building relationships with people and telling them what my trades were, what I could do. And that it really worked well when you became close with these people, you know? So. But when, when did you, I mean, these are all like land-based jobs, right? Like you took the meditation course, you did the tarot cards and all these things you were doing it basically face to face with people when when did the switch happen that you became like working digitally or working online uh the switch happened recently actually um where i'm living now it's you know it's different for working in person you have to have a specific visa which i don't carry and so i was teaching karma classes and just doing donation based and then i realized that that was illegal and ended up applying for there's you know what I do when I'm looking for something digital and how I found most of my jobs is I think about companies or apps or things that I like and then I'll google that company like say you're really into astrology and you have a horoscope app you could google the app and put careers at the end and look and see if there's anything for that app that you can do because you already respect what they're doing and you want to be a part of a team that thinks the same as you so I have an app that I meditate with mm -hmm. uh called insight timer and I use it all every day for myself. So I thought, this is an app that I actually want to be a part of. So I Googled careers with them and wrote them and just said, this is what I'm doing. You know, 
could I do it on your platform? And joined their platform. And now I'm teaching on an app, basically. And I do lives, like, just with a little ring light in my phone from my house. And I'm teaching live. And it was really interesting because I didn't know how this was going to work out or my following. My Instagram had just recently gotten hacked with all my followers. So I thought, wow, I've lost my following, my engagement. How am I going to do this? My first class had 380 people. My second class had 408. And it's been more than I thought it was going to be. It's really, it's been great. And that just goes to show like you don't know what doors open when you just, you, you go for different opportunities, you know? Mm. I, I like very much the concept of, uh, of, uh, of finding something that you're passionate about, like an app and something and reaching out to them and, and looking for a career. That's, I mean, it's, you're the first person who, who did something like that that I met like that I know. So I think it's a, it's a, it's a very nice tip actually for people who are looking to, to start something in the passion that they're looking for. Um, like, uh, recently, I, just to follow up on that, recently I decided that I really like in the long term would like to host retreats. Well, there isn't retreats happening in a lot of parts of the world. So I typed like, you go in your Google search and you type like retreat, career, remote jobs. And you can see different parts of the world that have these jobs available and what they require to travel. And it's really, it's as simple as that. It's the apps that you use. It's the conversations that you have and then putting careers at the end in your search bar. Mm. That's more targeted for you. Yeah. Yeah. It's a very good tip. And when you started like working online, did you, when you started your trip, did you think that you were going to work online or no? Or you thought you were going just to be like uh, working as a, as a yoga teacher? As a, like, I, thought, a uh, I thought that I would be doing more teacher trainings because uh, I moved to a very spiritual place that has all teacher trainings in Ubud, obviously. And I pictured myself graduating school and then working for a school and doing teacher trainings in person. And somewhere within that, I it felt kind of confined, even though it was something I really wanted to do. I had acquired all this new level of freedom and mm -hmm. the computer seemed more doable for me because I knew the teacher trainings were a month long. I'd be there every day, all day. Something about that just wasn't as inspiring for me anymore. I didn't want it. So online just felt like the highest level of freedom. Okay. So you're more happy with that, with the online setup then? I am. Okay. And just, I don't know. I've never like had an online, uh, yoga or 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 something or even a workout like session how how does it work basically so you you just like open your zoom and you invite like a bunch of people and you just demonstrate for them or how does it work how would you do an no i started originally with a link tree mm -hmm. on my instagram when i had a organic following then once my instagram got hacked i needed to think outside the box um how am i going to get a following and i think it's easier as a new teacher if you're teaching, you know, meditation, breathwork, yoga, something along those modalities to join a platform like Insight Timer, Headspace, Calm app, because then you have their network behind you already watching their videos, doing their meditations instead of just using your own Instagram or Facebook. A lot of people I think are off put by, I don't have a following. How can I do something like that? Mm -hmm. um, there are companies that already have these followings built in that need teachers and need people. So uh, originally, I was doing one-on-one -on -one Zooms and Zoom calls myself, and it was good, but it wasn't good enough for mm. me. And now using a platform, I use a ring light in my phone. I 
go into the app and I set up, you have to do 48 hours before the event. I set up, this is when my class is and anybody from all over the world can see it and join if they'd like to. And then I go into the app, I hit live. I have my yoga mat set out in a beautiful location with a beautiful background. And I teach and I interact with people and I do it usually for about an hour and a half. And for the first five to 10 classes, they wanna see how you do. So it's donation-based, that's been really, really good. And then you can set a rate per person that's joining to hmm. pay to get into class. So I do it all straight from my phone. Um, okay, and how, how, how do you interact with them? I mean, is it like a Zoom call or, or it's like, a, like a, something embedded in the app itself? Yeah, it's embedded. So I can't see anybody that's doing the class, which I thought at first was kind of weird, but I actually really like it now because it, you're when you're teaching to people and you can see them, you're focused on Ooh, all yeah. of them versus what you're really doing. I think you can mm -hmm. see everybody moving in the screen and it's now I just see myself and they can interact with me through sending like heart emojis. If they like the class, I ask them, you know, we do a Q and A at the beginning, introduce yourself. Where are you from? Um, let us know what time zones you're in, any questions before we start, I tell them what they need. And then at the end, I leave space for Q and A's, people to recommend next classes. So we're all talking in a chat. Hmm. Okay, I but see. But it feels more connected than I thought that it would. I thought this would be kind of a disconnected way to teach, but I actually prefer it now. Okay, and you said that the, the apps that you would recommend people to, for like people who have your sets of skills, uh it's like uh uh headspace time what was the, what was the other ones i think the best one to start with as a new teacher would be insight timer okay. uh they have a database of like 10.5 million users wow. and they're they're leading one right now for new teachers and a lot of my girlfriends recently have just joined it as well and they're doing as well as i am um they have a really big clientele and you can just be even new without experience and really build a following on it and make some good money too. And it's a very easy process. I mean, you go through a normal interview, like you would a normal job, you set, you submit your certificate and they ask you some questions. They test your Wi-Fi, So Wi-Fi is important. Uh, you don't want to be glitching and, and everything because it is live. Mm -hmm. uh, you want to, they test your Wi-Fi. they do everything. And then if you're approved, you start teaching right away. It took me and like from start to finish about eight days and I was wow. teaching online. And, and having... do they require any certificates or no? It depends on what you're going for. Like if you're going to be a meditation teacher, you need to upload three tracks of your meditations that you record and they need to test them to make sure it's the quality that they're looking for. If you're a breathwork facilitator, I believe it's a video. And then if you're a yoga teacher, you need to send in your certificate. Um, proving that you've done the training. Okay. So you do need to be a teacher. You do need to at least be comfortable making content and being live. And they do check for that. I mean, it's not like a real, real job interview, but they also are not just accepting everybody. And then you, you have the trial run of doing just a couple classes to see how it works and how the Wi-Fi is and everything before you can start charging hourly. Okay. So that that's a little bit of a process, but it's not like your average process. There's still so much freedom in that. And you yeah. are submitting before every class you're submitting the class, what you'll be, you're basically submitting like, this is my full moon class and we'll be doing 
this is how long the class will be, everything. It has to go through a 48 hour submission approval and then it can go live. So you do it two days before you're gonna teach the class, give people time to join and approve. And so it's simple once you get the hang of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it looks looks quite uh, quite simple, yeah. And uh, what what are you are you planning to keep on doing that? Are you planning to do something more? Like uh, what's what's your plans for the future? My plans for the future are to continue to teach because it's what I really really love to do, and I am applying now to some actually full time remote jobs as well. And yeah, looking to just I'm always looking to evolve. So. Uh, looking to do bigger projects. I'm thinking mm. retreats once travel nice. is a bit more steady. Nice. Yeah, it looks like you've got a nice uh, plan ahead of you. And uh, yeah, the, I think that the remote, um, the remote uh, work is actually the way forward nowadays with the whole uh, COVID situation and the lockdown and stuff like that. How, how did that work for you? I think that the, you tell me, did the, the, the COVID like push you in the right way or... <laughs> Or, I mean, did it, was it a reason for you to be here or? Um, I got very lucky with it, actually. Mm. Uh, of course, it was a struggle, you know, seeing, even seeing other people struggle as an empathetic person was really hard for me. I think seeing the collective in such a devastating place was the hardest part. But my country, uh, fortunately, was paying us during this time to take a break. So we weren't working, but we were still being paid. And that was a very big advantage for me. And I thought to myself, you know, I didn't come from money and I had never really had this time. I always worked really hard for what I had to have the time to think about what I wanted to do. So I saved everything that I'd received and was just already the wheels were turning and making the plan to travel. So the pandemic for me was really inspiring, but also, of course, hard to see everybody so devastated. But that also led me more down the teacher pathway because I was in a fortunate position. So I, I ended up naturally just becoming a guide for a lot of people that felt lost in that time and, and led me into more of a, a teaching guiding role. Mm. Yeah. And so that was really good. Um, randomly, just something came to me. A good place to start for people, just a tip before I forget, is uh, if you're looking to travel and you don't know where to start, there's a company called Remote Year. I just applied to do their city management for Bali, basically booking their co-working spaces, stays, transportation, everything. But they're basically like what your podcast is, but a company. And they are helping people that, you know, can't afford it and everything, find ways to to work remotely and putting you in co-working spaces and with people doing it. So nice. Side note. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's very, very, very useful. And how many how many hours do you work online now per week? Let's say. Mm, I'm teaching three to four classes a week and I don't set a time. All my classes are intuitively led, so I don't plan them. I just mm. get on and I see what people are feeling and then I teach from that space. So they're usually uh, an hour to three, depending on how long we're chatting and what we're going over. So I'm working 12 hours or less a week. Okay, uh, 12 hours. That's on that specific thing. I'm also, I have other other things that I do as well, but that's specifically teaching like 12 or less. That's uh, the, the yoga, the yoga part. Okay. That's the yoga part. Yeah. Nice. Okay. And is there any like uh, tip or uh, trick or an application, something that you use in your, as a digital nomad, you know, it can be in your personal life. It can be in your, um, in your work or whatever. 
yeah, I mean, you've already given us a few a few tips already, but is there anything else that comes to your mind that you're using in your day-to-day or, or something that, uh, that you find like very crucial for you or important? Um, just like to go over some of the things I've already mentioned, like remote year is a great place to start. Um, Googling and searching your apps. I found it really helpful to have a travel agent if you're going to a country that has a more intricate visa process. A good agent is a lifesaver. Um, communities like Facebook groups, like the one here in Bali, Girls in Bali has been a lifesaver for me for little questions like, where do I get purple shampoo for my blonde hair? Like things, just little <laughs> things. Facebook groups are huge and there's Facebook groups for every city and I you type in the city and then expats, join the group and then a lot of questions can be answered there. Um, yeah, really, really just that and doing my own research and Googling every question that I have and, or asking for help and, and just people that are already doing it or have done it or podcasts like this, you know, okay. but podcasts. And you also you also have your podcast, right? You do have a podcast uh, that you are hosting yourself, right? I do. I have a collaborative podcast called the Free to Be Podcast on Spotify and Apple Music for people that want to break out of the matrix and travel. It gives a lot of also really good stories and tips. And then I have a personal podcast coming out next week called Let the Good In, and it's a meditation to help ease anxieties in this time so okay yeah send me when we when we're done please send me the link to these podcasts i'll put them down for the guys if anybody is interested to follow your podcast i mean you never know i think i think it's very very interesting as well so just send them to me and we 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 show them to the guys okay all right anything else you would like to say or add or uh, or i don't know yeah um thank you for sharing the the podcast links and thank you for having me uh i definitely just would say you know it's limitless it really is and you have the choice every day to to choose a different timeline or a different path and it's not just available to some but available to all so you know keep that in mind when you're going for these things that it is possible for you and you know once you make decisions i feel that you are supported so anybody can do whatever they really believe they want to and yeah just go go all in go for it okay well that's 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 a very good tip and um and uh and it's actually been very very useful i i've I've learned a few very very nice tips from you today actually i mean i learned a lot about the whole online uh the online yoga things how you guys teach because it was very like interesting i didn't understand that and also all the tips about like uh the career thing on Google and uh, the name of the websites that you mentioned, these are all very, very, very interesting and uh, very useful as well. So I would like to thank you very much for having the time and uh, and joining us and giving us uh, all your uh, tips. I'm sure they will help everybody who's listening. And uh, yeah, so um, thank you. And uh, hopefully I'll see you again later on in, a, in another episode when, when you are more evolved than... And we want to understand a little bit more. So thank you, Brittany. It was a pleasure having you. And I'll see you next time on the show. And uh, thank you guys for listening. I hope uh, you enjoyed this episode of uh, how to become a digital nomad and uh, new digital nomad skills. And I will see you guys on another episode. 
uh, check uh, the link underneath the episode. You will find some, uh, you will find the links that uh, Brittany mentioned so that you guys can look at her podcast or listen or visit the website that she has been mentioning on her, uh, on her interview. So thank you guys. And I'll see you next Tuesday on another episode. Thank you very, very much. Thank you.